Ready? Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is episode 5-8 and we're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. <laughs> How are you doing, Pernell? I'm doing all right, you know, just getting, keeping busy, you know, running back and forth, doing crazy things, get my game on and my jam on, life as it goes. And uh, how about yourself there, good sir? I'm doing good, doing good. It's been kind of a, I feel like I've been kind of bummed out this week. I'm just ready to hang out and listen to some music. Wait, what? The the, the crazy kick of summer part two electric boogaloo that didn't jolt your shorts? <laughs> it jolted my allergies. Well, that'll do the trick for the negative end of the spectrum, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, also, on the show today, we have a special friend. Hey, what's going on, Matt Waldron? Not much. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh, wait, I don't know call him Matt Tolomew Bartakamus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've been chatting with Matt on Facebook, and he was like, hey, I got an idea for an episode. And he just kept started sending me music, and I was like, yeah, we have to do this episode. So what what prompted you to, to bring this one up? I was listening to... Um Actually, before uh, you go into it, what is the actual topic? That way we'll have context around what you're describing. Yeah. Wait, wait, I, I, see, now now you're cutting out, and I, uh, now that we're, now that we're getting loud, it's like chopping. I was saying, what is the, due to the scenario here, what is the topic that we, that you chose? And then go on to why you picked it. Okay. The topic uh, is uh, chiptune artists. As in chiptune music that is not used in a video game. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, or or not a cover from a video game either. So this is original right. chiptune music, and um, it can also be not just straight, um, you know, NES or Game Boy music, but a mixture of other things. As long as the heart of the track is the chippiness. Ooh, that's a relief because I was. Yeah, we all did that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, well, it can cover you... a lot of different. Uh, I, I feel like it covers a, a, a wide range of different styles. But yeah, as long as it's there's a, a chip in the middle somewhere, mm. I think we're good. Put the chip in the middle. Um, Which so brings look. about the question: hers or Lay's? Uh, whatever's on sale, man. I, you know. <laughs> That's the right answer. Let's be real here for a second. That is the right. correct answer. So I'm going to have to go with hers. But, you know. Let's, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers. H-E-R-R-S. Hers. I can't hate you for that. I did it right. Hers. I made hers mine many a time. Many a times. It's good stuff. That's the slogan. So, Matt, when you are looking for chip chip based type music what what's what's the kind of what's the kind of stuff that that rings your bell i don't like apparently as i was going through uh the artists that i like um a lot of it tends to be funk based anything that has a good like bass line um anything that's like really funky or you know has a lot of energy that's that's what i like cool well then that's that's a good intro for your first track why don't you lead us off Okay. Um, the uh, the reason why I came up with this uh, this topic was because I was sitting listening to uh, George and Jonathan, which is uh, a group, uh, a team that uh, makes 
some uh, pretty great uh, chiptune music. I was actually going to go see them live. They were going to open for Anna Madaguchi a bunch of years ago, but then uh, on that day, my wife had to go and you know have a kid or whatever. <laughs> Holy so. cow! <laughs> so I didn't get to go. Whatever. You can um, always show that to George Jonathan. Like, you guys. Why? They'd probably be more happy if they if they um they were they were there at the uh, conception. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Actually, being a good funk band as they would be, they're like, oh well, we should have started this whole thing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, who says they didn't? But, uh... <laughs> Choose your track. What's the two? <laughs> so the first track here is uh, it's the first track off of their first album. Their first album is called The Best Music, and uh, this track is called Intro, Party Every Night. All right, let's get into it. really kind of made it work that, that was the way to start the show that was get, that was george <laughs> and jonathan intro party every night it just gets you get you ready to to listen to the rest of the album and really gets you ready to to, to party every night really i can't want to follow that with want to rock and roll all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i keep sure. thinking like party every night um, so the chip music that I like to look for is stuff that is really makes me feel nostalgic and kind of emotional. And that's why I'm choosing for my first track, um, an artist that I've recently discovered called Ethernaut. And this song is called Super Mega Ultra. And it's just amazing stuff. I'll talk more about the artist um, when we come back. But dig this tune.
And that was Super Mega Ultra from the artist Ethernaut. And wow. I I love that song. Uh, Purnell was like in a, great. he was like in a trance like the whole time. It was awesome. Between your track <laughs> and Matt's track, this is starting to become my favorite episode of the show. <laughs> Just by virtue of the fact that the music is really hot. Like, yeah. I'm digging it. So yeah, Ethernaut is um I, th- I Oh my God! Okay, he, I think he's based out of Denver. I'm totally probably wrong with that, but um, his live performances consist of the you know the the like a laptop kind of setup. But he also plays violin, and so I've seen on YouTube. If you look up Ethernaut on YouTube, you'll find performances where he's, I think it's a MIDI controller that's controlling the synthesizer, like the, the actual music through the violin, and other times where he's playing violin and, and accompaniment to the um the sound of the nintendo it's just it's really really cool the guy's fantastic um, that and, sounds amazing and he's gonna be a guest on the show in a few weeks so i'm really really looking forward to having him on here and just you know picking his brain about you know what what he's inspired by you know what inspires nice. him and then what, what what his work is like so rob mentioned the topic that he requested for that episode and let me tell you without giving away what the actual topic is I think I'm going to be working overtime to choose tracks for that episode, but it's worth it. Yeah, totally, totally worth it. It makes me it makes me break out two shovels <laughs> to get that extra dig time <laughs> in. Extra dig. All right, so Pernell, what what do you look for in, in the chip tunes? Like what what rocks your boat? Oh, I'll get into specifically what what, what tickle what, what tickles ring, my jiggles. What rings your bell? Honey barbecue wings. <laughs> but when we're not talking about food items, we're talking about great tunage. And like I said, after this first track, I'll kind of explain what, again, what tickles my jiggles <laughs> for chip tunes. But just to disclaim and get this out the way, I would have chosen an Anamanaguchi track. That track would have been Video Challenge. Oh, yes. Their best track, regardless of how far to the studios they get. Video channels will always be their best. However, nah, I feel like disagreement, most people disagreement. Disagree, and I accept <laughs> your disagreement and tell you that you're insane. Let's make this a segment at the end of the show where we all, at the count of three, say our favorite track. But, but I just wanted to say that they, I feel like the majority of people that are listening to us know who Anamanaguchi is. If you don't mention it on the Facebook or something, we can give you a good track. Oh, yeah, I already have. But yeah. in regards to this, I don't want to use one of these precious slots for them. So, they've been on the show before. Yeah, they have. Exactly. They've been on the show for game-related music. So yes, yeah. they've had their time with Rhythm and Pixels. They've been in the, the spotlight. They've, they've flown close to the sun. But Purnell. Twice. What is your damn track? Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, it's one lap around the gym. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. The actual track is from an artist that I learned about from a video game. But this track is not from a game. It's from one of our actual original albums. And it is from the artist known as Chipsel, C-H-I-P-Z-E-L. And the track is called Something Beautiful. And I got to say, it really got to me, and I really hope it gets to all of you out there. Give it a jam, session.
All right, that was Chipzel. I would have to say that was very much something beautiful. I.e. the name of the track, and it was by the artist known as Chipzel, an artist that I learned about from the game Super Hexagon on my Samsung X Galaxy, whatever the frick it's called. Galaxy S. I'm not promoting it. It's just the phone I own. And uh, I got to say... They go back to the original question that you posed before the track play. What usually tickles my fancy in Yeah, uh, I was actually a little surprised that that was the track that you were into because I was expecting more like a rock type sound, and that was like definitely like German techno-y. Oh well, <laughs> the way it works for me is I listen to a wide array of music to be honest, but it's just it just usually doesn't come up on the show because game music is usually rock based, but it goes all over the place outside of the game spectrum. But if I'm choosing a chiptune track, and in a lot of ways, normal music too, I try to create a story in my head that goes with the track. I like high energy, but when the music is actually playing, I like sort of a story to play off. For example, with this track, I heard it, and my logic pulls out to a, a, a sort of, I want to say like a homeless kid who is in a store, and he shoplifts something from the counter. And he sneaks out, uh, and the it. game track, well, as the music track changes, he's getting caught by the security guard who sees him, and he's <laughs> running from the security guard. The security guard chases him through the mall, he's dodging people, and he ends up tripping into a weird thing. He's up in a world that's not like our own, and he's wandering, and he's lost, and he does a few things there, because I'm not going to go into the specifics, but ultimately, he ends up having to run to escape the world that he fell into, and huh. the door's starting to close on him, and he's trying to barely, he barely, very barely manages to escape. And then, for some odd reason, because apparently life in death situations does it to a person, he decides to return what he stole to the store, and the clerk loves him, and he adopts him, and lets him keep the break. So, that's, <laughs> that's the plot that came from that song for me. And that is the plot to the song, Something Beautiful. <laughs> yes! And I nice. do for every song I t- typically No, that's cool. I, I like that. I, I like that it paints a story in your head. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me, but that's usually what works for me when it comes to that kind of music. <laughs> the other version of that would be, not story-wise, but like the other concept would be just like a music track that makes me want to get up and go, and it makes me just kind of feel like mm. I need to get things done or feel yeah, motivated. That, that, while that was definitely a driving, like a very, I had a very driving beat, very driving kind of like arpeggiated uh, melodies and things. And it was, um, and Chipsel um, from Ireland um, composes primarily with two Game Boys. And it sounded like two Game Boys just like having a good fight. <laughs> and both of them won. <laughs> both of them won. <laughs> you, can't, you can't defeat Awesome with Awesome. It just doesn't work that way. Right. So. Um, so Matt, why don't you paint us a story with your next track? All right. Um, Next, uh, we're going to go with a, uh, an artist that I found when I was looking for music for this episode. <laughs> um, the artist uh, is, goes by the name Protodome. Uh, seems to be, uh, according to the, their page, seems to be a jazz artist from the UK that works mostly in, in chip music. Um, the uh, album that this is from is called Chip Funk. Uh, and the track is called Ham Jam. Yes. Well, I'm already sold. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get into the beats. I thought, yeah, he just wants the meat. <laughs> let's get into the beats <laughs> of the situation here. All right. Let's chomp into some Ham Jam. We got a record of sick. I got it, I got it.
that was the best ending ever. <laughs> that was really good. So that yep. that was um was it Proto? I'm sorry. Who was it? Proto Dome. Proto Dome. With Ham Jam. Uh, and it was really a toss up between Ham Jam and Interstellar Good Times. But, uh, <laughs> you made the right call with the ham jams and the hot yeah, backs. It's just so much so much funk in one small package. Mm. Oh, man, that was super funky. That gave me like a toe jam and earl kind of feeling. And Letitia? Yeah. <laughs> Letitia? Wait. Well, the all-forgotten third member of their party. Oh, I guess I've never played that game before. I think 90% of the Toe Jam and Earl fan base didn't play that game. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm more familiar with the soundtrack. But that, that was a really good pick. I love all the funk that you're picking up. Yep. I love that this yeah, episode between three people choosing artists from a genre specifically being chiptunes is actually very diverse as yeah. far as what we're putting on. Absolutely. Mic. So here comes a super diverse track. This is from an artist I discovered last year. His name is Dire Hit, and the song is called Intrepid. And I love this because it's very strictly Game Boy C64. I, I, think, I forget which hardware he's using, but it's very grimy. And it's about the same tempo, so it kind of goes along with the, same, with the track that you picked, Matt. So let's check out Intrepid by Dire Hit.
this is Intrepid by Dire Hit, and he gets a lot of mileage out of that kind of vowel filter you can get off of a square wave um, and synthesizer. It's really, really cool. And then also all of that, all the crazy work he's doing with the sample channel on the Game Boy is super cool. It's a very, very slow build, but a lot of his tracks are like that. And then once once it really kicks in, like it's just amazing how many sounds he's cramming into like a small space with such a slow tempo. It's really cool. I, I really like that. What do you think, Brunel? I was kind of in a zone there. Like it wasn't a energy base. It was no, more no, along yeah. the lines of just kind of like dazed. Like I'm just in a daze, more so I would call it. And I just kind of swayed along to it as it played out. I liked it, though. There was a lot going on for such a quiet track, which shouldn't be surprising to anybody. It's just my brain perceives yeah, it was cool. action as energy, and that was more like very low-key. Yeah, yeah. But also very <laughs> very active, and he changed up quite a bit. I was a fan. Yeah, I feel like the, the show's kind of like on a... Um kind of like on an arc right now. So I know your next track is probably coming up a little bit, right? Oh, it's coming up. So what's your next track? <laughs> well, for this particular track, I had to consult an expert. He's a guy I know. He goes by the name of T.F. And this guy knows chiptunes. In fact, it's his primary bend. And whereas I love chiptunes, since I got to the shoegaze quarter of the music verse, I have fallen off the bandwagon quite a bit. So he hit me with like, kid you not here, 50 different artists or so. <laughs> Maybe 40 if I'm being not being so generous. And I weeded through a ton of them. This is one of the guys that stood out. Goes by the name of Chibi Tech. Chibi-Tech. With an H. <laughs> and the track is called Lolitasia Season. It's a very strange name. But once you hear the music, you really won't care. All right, well, strap in. For Lolly Time. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
right. That was, uh, I'm going to say Lollitasia season. How about that? I think that works yeah. better than what I said. <laughs> By uh, Chibi Tech. That was awesome. Dude, you picked a drum and bass track. And I didn't even know it. I love that. This I, track. was amazing. This falls under the spectrum of the energy version of oh, yeah, my yeah. spectrum because the only story I could put to this is I'm tripping and I'm just like flipping out. And I don't know what's going on. And I don't even know why I just said that because I I only picture tripping from what I've seen on The Simpsons. So <laughs> they meant, like, basically Chili down, like, Pepper Coyote Space Trip. Like that's that. what I hear or I feel like I would experience if I were hearing this track and trying to place a scenario around it because oh, yeah, yeah. it is everywhere. But it's so good. Purnell, five double espressos in the club. There, there actually, that's that, perfect. That's, that's the song. <laughs> that's perfect because I have overdone it on the caffeine. And yes, weird things do happen when that occurs. So, <laughs> what did you think of that one, Matt? I was uh, that was amazing. It was <laughs> it was fantastic. Also, I, I want to add to Purnell's uh, thing that he also watched an episode of the Seizure Robots. You know from. <laughs> Yes, the, the uh, of course I did. To Tokyo. What's going on here? Oh, they all fall on the floor and start twitching. Oh, went in room. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> right. Oh, Pikachu. All right, moving along. Matt, you have a third track for us? I do. I, be- uh, I bet you do. Oh, I bet you do. Because if you don't. <laughs> I do. You're out of the club. Um, oh, well, you're <laughs> safe. <laughs> The uh, third track is from a uh, a Swedish artist uh, called Paza, P A Z A. I think he actually does like other music, and and the eight bit stuff is like his side project or whatever. Um, but uh, his album Ninjani Ninjani Discus from like <laughs> two thousand four mm. is one of the first like chip tune albums I sat and listened to. That was just chip tune stuff. Um, this track is, well, you know, I don't know how to pronounce it because I'm not from Sweden. But that makes uh, it part of the fun, give it a go anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say tiu tiu. It's think, T-I-U, T-I-U. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Tiu tiu. Tiu tiu. Tiu tiu. From Wait, by Paza. I was by far the worst pronunciation of the group. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the best. <laughs> what a way! That, like, how could, how else could that have, how else could that track have ended? You know, that was just, right? that was the way to do it. So that was uh, Paza with T U T U. Oh yep. man, Matt, thank you for introducing me to that because that was I, I love that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I just remembered while we were listening to it where I uh, where I discovered him from. Um, the uh, uh, there's a Beck song called Hell Yes, and there was a bunch of uh, you know he had a bunch of like remixes on like a single album or whatever, and a bunch of the remixes were like eight bit remixes, and Paza did a a version of Hell Yes um, that was like amazing, and and some other Beck song that he oh, wow. did. Um, and and I'm like I gotta find out who this guy is. And then, like, it took me a little while to find his like his website because he didn't really have much of a website because <laughs> he's just like some guy in in Sweden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you know, I had a little bit of information about him and how he, you know, he'll sometimes make music with you know with a, whatever chip thing he uses and a vocoder and a little Casio keyboard for kids with animal <laughs> buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's great. Nobody knows about him. I got to tell everybody. And he um, did, because that's yes. how I learned about him. <laughs> I'm sure actually, I made Brunel listen to it, force him to listen to it a bunch of times. What throws me off, though, I just remember you made a comment about the Beck album. I was actually yeah. happy and sad about that, because maybe, unless my memory's a little bit off here, I listened to that album, and that was the first Beck album I listened to, which made me believe that all of Beck's music <laughs> was chippy. Yeah. So I learned the truth, and it saddened me because due to coming in on Beck from a chip tune scene, you were a little. I was disappointed by everything else he did. So oh, he's, you know, he does a lot of different kinds of music. Yeah, I'm not saying the guy is bad. I'm just saying instead, it's just good. Exactly. When I learned about the Proto Men, I thought they were Mega Man cover bands, but then I realized they were. A band who was just inspired by Mega Man, <laughs> which ruined the Proto Men for me. And you know how much uh, people love the Proto Men. So, yep. so I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying that Parnell was disenchanted. Yeah, <laughs> you came in expecting one thing and you got something different. I expected a Big right. Mac, I got a Big Mick, and it just kind of went south from there. So. <laughs> so you get for going to McDowell's. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Jesus. Mac McDonald's. <laughs> right. All right, so my next track, my final track, is called Blue by the artist James James Landino, and this is DJ Cutman's mix of that track, Blue. Um, and I know he also releases a lot of music on DJ Cutman's label, Game Chops. So check this out. This track is called Blue. I'll get my pen out right now.
And we're back. That was Blue by James Landino. This was the, the DJ Cutman. I think it was a DJ Cutman remix. And you can find that on the compilation Chip Tunes Win Part 2, which is these chip... T- if you look up uh, Chip Tunes Win, I think it's like Chip Tunes like Dash Win online, these compilations of just like 15 to 20 tracks of just amazing, amazing artists, amazing music all over the spectrum. I really encourage you to check that out. We'll have links to that on the Facebook and on the webpage. But yeah, I felt like kind of ending the my, my set with something super kind of house, mellow, kind of club style. It was great. It was it was like feel-good, dance-in-your-chair kind of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I can't speak for everybody, but chair dancing is what I did. We so, haven't yet. Uh, I feel like this episode, more than other ones, we haven't been doing as much chair dancing lately, and today has been a good chair dance. Oh, it's been a oh, chair good. dance. Good, yeah. Oh, it's been <laughs> All right, so we have one final track for you, and that is from Purnell. And this is really hard to choose because I had multiple. But we've had a lot of tracks that were chippy, none of which were lyricy. I figured I'd change that a little bit. So here's another Purnell High Energy Special. <laughs> With a dash of la la la, and that track will be coming from an artist that goes by the name of Chip Crash. Cross out the chip, because <laughs> that's how weird I am today. The actual name of the artist is Crash Faster. Right. His track is called Go from the all awesome album Super Chroma. Give it a listen. If you don't like it, you're crazy.
Okay. That that was a Purnell track. You wow. think? You think? <laughs> yeah. I, I was said that that song, if they didn't say go, they said Purnell. <laughs> <laughs> but put it into perspective as to how much that track resonated for me. It's been a rough week, a very, very rough week for me. And I've been listening to a lot of music throughout that week in preparation for this episode. I got to this track in particular. I didn't know that Bandcamp had a limit to the amount of times you can listen to a track. But I listened to this track so many times that they said, are you going to buy this thing or not? <laughs> and of course I was like, well, I guess I will. Why the heck not? So there you go. This track is stellar. It is high energy. It is very positive. Everything about it just screams good times. Like I said, if you didn't like this track... Tell me who you are because I need to know and then figure out what your deal is. Not not really inciting that different opinions. That's the other issue that people have. Everybody has things different, different thoughts, different thoughts, and different thoughts. It's okay. But <laughs> I'm there? saying that yeah. I can't imagine how a person could not like that song. Oh, totally. That was I. I love that. Uh, Matt, Matt, how are you feeling? How are you digging that track? Absolutely. That was wow. That was great. Did I mean, you Did yes, you feel and, like and you had to move? A, Purnell track. Yeah. Oh, it was unexpected when, when the vocals kicked in. I was not definitely not expecting right. vocals. That, that was the, uh, the good, the first like full on vocal kind of track. I did warn you guys. Yeah. I said, I wanted to inject some vocals into this, in this yeah. chippy scene. Glad you did. And inject. I did with a syringe of well, joy. <laughs> well, since this is not a, um, a normal episode, we're not going to have a bonus round. So uh, for more information for all of the artists on today's show, check out rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to the, um, the websites, bios, band camps, and all of their goodies for you to download. Wait, can I still say the word bonus round even though there isn't one? Um, yeah, do it. Bonus round. Yeah. I get it clean. Bonus round. Thank you for joining us today on episode 5-8 of Rhythm and Pixels, our focus on chiptune music. This is our chiptune spectacular. Matt, thank you for joining us. We had a great time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So, I, uh, I'm glad we were able to focus on you know, a, a genre of music that, uh, that has to do with video games, but isn't directly video game related. I have to say, it may not be approved by by the rhythm of the Pixels Rhythm team here, but uh, I would like to propose, due to the sheer volume of chiptunes artists that exist out there, that even though we try to do repeat topics but once in a blue moon, I would like for chiptunes to be a more regular repeat than the normal repeat. I, I think I'm okay with that. How about... Um we do an extended bonus round on the anniversary show, and then maybe we look into just doing straight-up chiptune shows. I'm a game for that. Awesome. Cool. Nice. I, I like that. So, so Matt, tell us, tell us what, what got, what's driving you in, or what got you into uh, chiptune music. You know, I, I remember when, um, when Anna Managuchi got kind of, uh, 
kind of big, uh, a lot of people were writing articles about, you know, like this whole chiptune movement and, you know, there, there are people, artists who are making, you know, video game style music that uses the hardware of video games, but it doesn't have anything to do with video games. And I was like, that's that's been going on for years because I, I used to download like demos from the demo scene, you know, stuff mm. like on my 28K modem back in, you know, high school or whatever, you know, like in the mid 90s. And that always came with this crazy, you know, uh, probably like Scandinavian or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. Chip yeah. tune music. A lot of those guys who were in the demo scene are, are yeah, from that area. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I was always like, "Wow, this is uh, this is such great music," and it, it was just music that existed to be music by itself, and that just felt like a natural thing to me. Why wouldn't you do that? And uh, I, apparently, that's you know that's something that doesn't occur to a lot of people, I guess, or or to uh, you know a larger audience. But um, I yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad that it's blown up so much that so many other artists can can really get their hands in it and and obviously as you can see from this episode there's such a, a wide uh array of, you know of different styles and everything that you can get out of it it's great yeah it's it is really interesting how i think the, the, the whole demo scene um in those days like really thrived on old bulletin board systems and like you know word of mouth people yeah. handing discs back and forth to each other uh, particularly, yeah, in like, places like in the UK, Scandinavia, uh, but now with the internet, like it's everywhere. You, you, more people are listening to it and getting interested in making it themselves. And even some of the older stuff is more accessible, which I, I think is really cool. And then with the um, the in, with the hardware and and the software becoming so much more inexpensive, and that's becoming more accessible. You're seeing like combinations of sounds, not just the the Game Boy music with something else. It's like a full band in, in a Nintendo, or it's the sound, but mixed with more modern, like kind of electronic stuff. And I, th- I am I'm really interested in that. It may have been yeah. Rob that mentioned this to me, but for folks who are probably listening to everyone here talking, what the heck is a demo scene and the music that comes <laughs> from that? Just to throw this out there for a lot of folks who like this show that may have experienced this period, Apparently, if you were a fan of the Dreamcast era, there was a moment where there was a certain scene (laughs) that was putting out a very special disc that lets you play import games and other music games, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The intro screen for a number of those games was had music on it that was made from people that were involved in this demo scene that these guys are talking about. That's why it's called a demo. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the beginning, the opening, and there's a whole podcast devoted to this. If, if, if I don't know if I've introduced you to this to this to you, Matt. It's called the Impulse Project. Um, also, yeah, has, I remember hearing about it. It's it's so good. I, I love that music. But yeah, it's um uh, these uh, it's a groups of programmers who do graphics and 3D and hackers and and crackers who would crack the software and they would cram tiny little bits of video um, before like the the crack. Or the, or the program would play, um, and then, then they would have music in there too. So a lot of the times, early, early days, the music would have to be really, really small file sizes. And this is like music that was made on the Amiga and the Commodore 64. So it was very creatively done. And, um, and the scene was very, very small, but it was super creative. And it still goes on today, people using that same hardware, almost in the same way that you know, the whole chiptune scene is, is still going on. That's a pretty yeah. cool idea, and the fact that I mean, not even necessarily just in relation to this topic, 
but just the cost of taking very little and doing a lot with it, yeah. which is basically what demo is. Now, it's I, a spectacular idea. I don't want to say it's directly related to that whole like software piracy thing, but that's how I was introduced to it. So yeah. it was yeah. it was often de- directly related because it was the, the the guys who would be doing the cracks and stuff would <laughs> also, you know, it, that's that's how they would uh, compete with other. Uh, groups is you know here's here's our demo th- that we put before our crack look what we did you know with uh with this graphic technique or with you know yeah with this song or whatever actually i watched a documentary about it not oh. too long ago there's a really good documentary that i can't remember the name of no i, I, I was I, on vimeo or something i know what you're talking really about i think watching. it's just called like demo scene something that's like uh yeah yeah um, so yeah. I went into the history of it and stuff. Yeah, it's very, very interesting, and um, a lot of it is based out in uh, Europe and in that area. So, um, so uh, 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 honorable mentions um, for me, um, I want to bring up uh, Saber Pulse. Um, Saber Pulse is one of the artists that first got me back interested into um, chip music and, and actually video game music in general. So. Um, really classic, really good stuff. I think at the beginning of kind of like the, one of the big booms of the whole scene. So I want to give a shout out to Saber Pulse. Uh, Pernal, do you have any um, artists that didn't make the cut? Um, I actually may have a few, but at the same time, they were just all over the place. Like, um, for example, there was an artist I came across called uh, basically Father Glamour. Look him up if you got a moment. Also, an artist that goes by the name of Cubby. K-U-B-B-I. Awesome friggin' artist. And last but not least, as in, I mean, really not least, you have another guy who goes by the name of Goto, or Goto80. I'm mispronouncing it. Who the heck knows? But it's spelled oh, Goto80. Go, no, yeah, it's Goto80. Sounds like a basic. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a programming command. It reminds me of um, another artist that's other called TRS80, um, or Trash80. Uh. Oh, and also worth mentioning, you may have heard of a track throughout the course of this last segment of conversation and I want to recommend that artist as well I just didn't couldn't fit them into the episode because there's just too much good music to go around but they go by the name of Slime Girls and they do a they kind of have a nice variety of music across what they do but the track that you all have heard here was one of my favorites it goes by the name of Splash Nebula alright see if I can fit that in there um alright so Matt what is the best in a Monoguchi tune <laughs> oh, uh, also my honorable mention. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go with that first. That really, it's I. I really couldn't think of any, uh, you know, li- uh, lesser known ones off the top of my head. So it might be a cheat, but I'm going to have to say Jake Kaufman. Um, that is a cheat. Who, uh, <laughs> now he does have some albums that are just straight up chip tune like concept albums. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what he did when he left. Uh, when he left Way Forward, right? Yeah. Um, and and he, and he did continue to do game music and stuff, but um, I think uh, FX3 is is one of the really good ones. Yeah. All right. So uh, you were asking my favorite uh, Anna Managuchi track? Yes. Yes. My my favorite or the best? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it, okay. Go I'm with both. Just go, go with both. What do you What do you think <laughs> is the best? Yeah, I I think I think their best is Airbrushed, which which uh, I know Purnell is like, oh, you know. I'm smearing at you through the yeah, computer. Yeah, that's fine. But I, <laughs> I think that's that's got the most you know widest appeal and stuff like that of of their older stuff. And I like their newer stuff too. But my favorite is Densmore. Ooh. Oh, you awesome, awesome man! Good, good pick, good pick. That <laughs> that's off, my favorite. Off their uh, their last album, Endless Fantasy. For now, 
Well, he already stole my best because I was going to say their best track is Densmore. Way to have awesome taste there, well, sir. It takes you on a journey, you know? A uh, densible journey. <laughs> I don't even know what that describe. It's just a good freaking song. But my favorite track of theirs, I don't care how studio-based they get, how many Target ads they get, <laughs> I'm going to always go back to Video Challenge on their very first cut. That is their best track that they've ever done for me to write the question. My favorite track of theirs they've ever done. Dismore is their best. Right, that was on their album High Voltage, which was first released on the, I'm not sure if they're still putting stuff out there, but that was the online label uh, 8-Bit Peoples, which were, if oh, you yeah. look them up, um, 8BP, you'll find some amazing, amazing stuff out there. Just That's open. where I got the Paza uh, album. Yeah. Um, for me, it's Airbrushed. Best, favorite, Airbrushed all the time. Yep. I can listen to that song over and over again. It's a great song. I think it's just well composed. It's well produced. It's just a great rock song. It's it, it transcends, I think, just chip music or rock music. It's something completely different. Yeah. And it shows it shows off them as a band. I, I think the best. I agree. And, I, and they're definitely the first band. You know, like I said, I've I I always thought the chip tune music by itself was natural, but I always you know thought uh, you know when, when they came out and it was regular instruments, real instruments along with. Mm-hmm. You know the the NES as a you know another instrument. I, I just thought, oh, finally, you know, why hasn't anyone done this to this extent before? Yeah, yeah, that's, and, that was uh, my first thought too. It was like, yeah, it was like this this. It's such an interesting idea, and it works so well. I'm surprised it hasn't really yeah. been done to this to this level. And I gotta admit, even though I made the earlier crack about the Target ad, <laughs> I have to honestly say that I share a similar feel regarding Anamanaguchi that these guys have. But the day that I first heard their song on that Target commercial, wasn't expecting. I didn't know it was even going to be a thing. Which song did they play? I don't even remember. That just goes to show you. It was just the fact that it was on an actual nationally released ad. It shocked the living daylights out of me. Yeah. And it was wow. gold. It told me at that point whether or not people accepted it, it was good enough to work. For yep. anyone to listen to, it's the equivalent of like I used to joke about playing um, Streets of Rage OSTs in the nightclub and not telling anybody that it was from the game. <laughs> like it works. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they together, like they've they've really come very very far. I, I like a lot of their new stuff uh, very much, just in a different way. Yeah, um, I yeah. just I just feel like the band is just different. You know, they've just gone a different direction. It's it's not the chip tune type stuff. And if you want that, there's plenty plenty of other artists there to dig into. Right. And I almost want to point out just on a random note that. Between three people who all named their favorite and their best Anamanaguchi track, none of us mentioned what I've been told is more so the overall favorite, fan favorite track, which is Prom Night. Oh, Prom Night's awesome. That's a great song. Yeah. It I, is a good I think song. It's, I think it's, it's uh, that's that, like... You know, I, that would be my second. Well, there you go. Yeah, I was just so shocked that none of yeah. us outright said it. it I, like, I, I would say that's my third. My second is definitely Don Metropolis. Yeah, that's okay, a, that's a great one. That's uh, that, was, that was the first song I think I heard of theirs. But yeah. we're we're coming on time here, so I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, I want to let everyone know our next episode is going to be the Halloween Spooktacular. Um, so we got to find some spooky songs for from from some spooky games, and it may not necessarily be 
spooky for the reason that you might expect. Yeah, uh, it might just be Pernell telling you scary stories while this we're listening true. to Nintendo music. And then he checked his, looked into his checkbook and saw that he paid all of his bills and had no money. And then, <laughs> and then after that, we're going to have a, a special guest, uh, Ethernaut, um, on the show, and we're going to dig into some great music there. Um, if not the week after, then the week after that, I might be away for work, but we will find out. And um, But I'm pretty sure it's going to be the week after that. But I digress. If you'd like to contact us, send us a message. If you'd like to let us know how we're doing. If you hate our guts. If you we, don't hate our guts. If you, if you have a correction, if we misspelled something, if we got something completely wrong, we don't want to hear it. Send it to Purnell at his email address. <laughs> at I don't care what you have to say dot com. But if you have positive things to say, rhythm and pixels at hotmail.com. Please disregard the previous thing. Rhythm and pixels is the real address. <laughs> and for more information on the show, um, information about the show, where to find the show, and about the artists featured on the show, and the full track list, check out rhythmandpixels.com. And um, just to, for other ways to reach us and for um, kind of a heads up on when the show is going to be, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Rhythm and Pixels. Um, we're also streaming some games here and there, so check us out on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Rhythm and Pixels. That's easy enough to find us there. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, give a heads up on uh, twi- uh, Twitter. Twitcher. I almost said Twitcher. Um, Let's start Twitcher, and then they can check us out. Yeah, it's like kind of like a weird, unholy combination of the two <laughs> things. Um, we'll, 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 we'll do some stuff. There. I'm just streaming Street Fighter V because that's all I'm playing right and, now. But um, we're, I'm planning some some retro games pretty soon. And I want to mention that, contrary to what you may or may not know about us, there is a wide dearth of fantastic games at our disposal. So if you could recommend a game that you'd want to see us, Rhythm and Pixel, and possibly special guest Matt, who knows? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure stream on this phantasmagoric journey hit us up on that same email address we mentioned earlier tell us what you want to see or also facebook and we may be able to slip it in a little bit and give a good good game session for you that also reminds me uh coming up soon uh as soon as my uh my computer situation is uh situated um there will be some special rhythm and pixel episodes of Pernell and Matt play games. Oh, great. Oh, mercy. A YouTube near you. That was a good time. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm. I'm yes. looking forward to re-yelling at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Matt, thanks again for being on the show. You're always welcome. Every time like you send Thank us you. Like, recommendations, I'm like, no, you got to come on the show and you got to play your favorite <laughs> tracks. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I will try and come up with some more recommendations. Uh, so that I can weasel my way back. <laughs> no, we are, never, never, not weaseling. It's, it's, um, it's all love. I'd like to suggest an episode music that you would cook to. Well, um, <laughs> well I do have another suggestion that I think I brought up a while ago. Um, uh, licensed games. Yes. Like, uh, like movie licensed games, stuff like that. Well, we actually have so, a, um, a crossover episode. I'll, I'll tell you about uh, coming up. That's very similar to that. But, uh, um, for now, this has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Pernet. And thank you for listening, and have a great day. And remember, music comes in many flavors, shapes, sizes, varieties, what have you. However, as we all know, in the world at large, people tend to give you the stink eye when you mention things that aren't amongst the norm. I say to heck with that. If you like a sound, if you want to hear it, you listen to it, you enjoy it, and you share it with the world. Because, hey, 
if it weren't for people like that, this episode probably wouldn't exist. So like what you like, share what you like, and let other people know that it's cool to like different. That's all there is to that. <laughs>